Hello, welcome to the show. I'm the host, Jeff, and I'm here to tell you about creepypastas. What I'm not here to do is read the creepypastas. I had one iTunes review that was like two stars, or maybe one. I'm pretty sure this was a two-star review, and they were like, these people um, give too much commentary between telling the stories, and I just want them to read the stories. I have to say for like the dozenth time on this show, um, that's not what this show is. On this show, what happens is I bring two guests on, and we discuss and analyze a story as a work of art, and discuss perhaps its influences or its deeper meaning, um, or sometimes we get into the cultural significance of creepypasta as a, as a thing in the world, but what we don't do is just read the creepypastas in a spooky voice and then add some royalty-free music to it. (laughs) Uh, It's fine that there are podcasts that do that, but that would be such a bigger headache to me, because what I would Mm -hmm. have to do would be track down authors for anonymous stories, uh, or just not do anonymous stories, or just do anonymous stories not knowing if the author is okay with it. Uh, I know that it's like if they're anonymous by now maybe it's fine but like candle cove was spread as an anonymous story for a while and that is written by a person and was published by that person on his website and is like it, it's not it's not an anonymous story just because it's not signed <laughs> just because someone posts it to creepypasta.wikia.com and puts mm. uh, i don't know where i found this it's by nobody uh, does not mean that it actually does not have an author. So, anyway, that's that's my rant and rave for this episode. Please welcome my guests to the show. They're going to talk about... You know, I didn't... I don't think I put a credit for the, who suggested the story last time I added a bunch of stories to my suggestion list. Uh, we're talking about a story called He Went Ahead, and... To talk about it, I have with me, returning to the show, Hannah Burge. Hello. And Judd Matarang. Hey, hey. And Judd, I believe this was your story, right? Yes, I pulled it out of your creepypasta suggestion suggestion list. Yep, my my, uh, Google spreadsheet where I keep all of the episodes we've done (laughs) with marks next to them for whether or not I've read them for Patreon and some of them that I can't read for Patreon because they're a video game or a movie. Uh, and then I have another tab with it, which is just a huge list of suggestions. You could read the code, right? I... Like of a video game, you could just read. All <laughs> yeah, of I'll just read out the <laughs> oh my God. source code for PT or whatever. We haven't done. Uh, or also narrate the movies. Be like, now she's walking down a spooky hallway. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, a monster! It's that would like be those, so good uh, to Netflix, listen to. Uh, captions for people who are visually impaired, and they they like yeah. when they explain oh, action yes. scenes, like in Daredevil, they're like. Daredevil jumps up and does a flip and punches this guy in the mouth. <laughs> sure, you pick the one blind superhero to talk about the visual impairment uh, Ooh, audio track. Uh-oh. <laughs> they did that one as a as I think like a a service to to Daredevil. Yeah, I think that was the first one. A, um... I think that was the first one they did it for. Actually, if I remember correctly, yeah. Marvel did an audiobook version of the first, uh, at least the first issue of a recent Daredevil series also. So they get their inclusiveness in 
uh, stunts <laughs> only. Well, I hope it wasn't written in the way Judd just described it, because I think that was a scene directly out of Jeff the Killer that you just said <laughs> yeah. for us. That was, I really hope. <laughs> he does there. a cool flip on a skateboard. He, he suplexes Bullseye through a table, and everyone's like, whoa, that was badass. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone was like, "Look how cool it is!" Yep, that's yeah. right. Uh, I should I should talk. I don't make transcripts for this show, uh, which is something that people want. Uh, that's mostly because one, I'm lazy. Two, I don't have the time or patience. Uh, that's it. Those this are sort the two of defeats reasons. the it's purpose, not- though, of <laughs> it being a podcast, right? Most people listen to it as a podcast because they can't read while they're driving to work or on the, you know, like. No, no. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they it- can just read the stories. Yeah. Just read the stories. They can finally have what they've always wanted. <laughs> it's, uh, it's, there's a big push, I think, more for like, um, story based shows like The Adventure Zone and stuff, uh, because people want mm-hmm. to get involved in the story, but they can't if they're hearing impaired. Um, yeah, but I. They're making a graphic novel. Yeah, that's true. Uh, oh, that comes out soon. That comes out like oh, I'm this so month excited. or July, maybe. I think it's July. Very soon. Uh, These Angus bubblegum comics are not <laughs> enough for me. Yeah, it's just four of them. Anyway, Judd, please tell me about uh, he he went <laughs> oh. ahead and the things that happened. In it. Yeah, so uh, he went ahead is a story about a group of a group of teens, I think, um, and they like going to abandoned places for fun. And so Michael is the guy who suggested that everybody go to this abandoned institution that no one seems to really know what its original purpose was. So they spend some time walking around the building and they see that it's been boarded up and, you know, it's, uh, it's in, in a state of disrepair. And so they start out a little bit brave, um, uh oh yeah they mentioned a bunch of times that the story takes place in florida um i don't know if that has any bearing on the story whatsoever but it doesn't seem yeah to, they like to mention it a lot matter. that it, it takes place in florida but i don't know if that means anything but uh so they yeah they eventually find a, a door with a staircase and they go downstairs and then some pretty weird stuff starts happening like they um this one guy starts trying to you know talk to to everyone and and they all of a sudden they can't hear him it's like his voice is kind of getting blocked by some weird force they said it's like a wall like right in front of his face um and they're they're getting you know like when you play a horror game you get these little little spooks here and there you know as they're kind of leading up to something big you know as they hear a banging sound and they um you know they see like shadows or or whatever and then uh, eventually they decide uh, to do the old Scooby-Doo and split into two groups and go in opposite directions in the dark, which always works out well for everyone all the time in horror. Yep. Uh, uh, Scoob and Shaggy go and they find the kitchen and they make a tall sandwich. Right. And then they <laughs> eat it in one bite. And all the flashlights are dying. Why are their flashlights God. dying? I don't understand. Batteries don't last I know. two Just... minutes. They're like, oh, the first flashlight died and the second flashlight died and then all four you were think, dead. You think what? if they're going to go with the express purpose of like going to an abandoned place that they would bring fresh double A's to this like this endeavor <laughs> instead they're just like what Where, where'd you find that one? Oh, it was like in the closet or whatever like in that old drawer great bring it that's all we need don't even bring extra <laughs> batteries or anything um so yeah eventually the the main character uh 
is hanging out with that guy, Michael, who suggested that they go to this place. And uh, Michael is like passing by all these doors and then suddenly looks at one door in particular and is like, this one, I want to go in this one. So Michael opens up the door and they see a, a mound in the corner and it's a corpse and it's all, um, it's rotting, it's, it's purple, it's, it's described as like swollen and uh, its lips looked like, quote, a circle of rotting slugs. Um, Gross. Yeah, that's just like my least favorite bug of all time. Yuck um, city. No, slugs are fine. Are They're they not bugs? as bad as gross stuff. Uh-oh, don't start this again. <laughs> no, before it was our snails bugs, which is one of my favorite tweets ever. I think that's uh, uh, yeah. Pat Monahan, Patty Moe on Twitter. Uh, his pinch <laughs> tweet is just three words, no no punctuation, our snails bugs. Uh, <laughs> slugs, for some reason, feel more like bugs to, than snails do to me, even though they're the same goddamn thing. Jeff, we have had this literal exact conversation we're having right now via text one time already, and they're the, they're the same. If one is bugs, the other is bugs. Okay. Uh, they're some sort of footed mollusk, I believe. <laughs> Hello, I'm hosting the show now. I'm Jeff, and you're listening to a podcast. There are other podcasts you could listen to, but I'm glad that you've chosen this one. And I'm going to do my best to deliver you a fine experience. Let me tell you about the things that are going to happen as you listen to this podcast. So first, I'm going to do this rambling intro where I don't think about what I'm going to say beforehand. And so it sort of turns out like this, like what you're listening to now for the past 30 seconds. Uh, and then after that, I'm eventually going to reach a point where I'm tired of myself, and so I will invite my guests on. Uh, it, because this is uh, the hmm, the way I record this is I'll have two guests on, and each of them will bring me a story, and we'll talk about each of those stories in an episode of its own. Uh, because this is the first of a pair, or the second... Last week... <laughs> Last last week you heard an episode with two guests, and the week before that you heard an episode with two different guests. So this week you can be sure that the guests will be the same as last week's guests, because I have the same guests on two weeks' worth of episodes in a row. Uh, anyway, one of those guests will tell me about a story that they took from our suggested stories list, and then we will discuss that story Uh judging it and criticizing it as a work of art. And also, in addition to, uh, I mean, judging and criticizing are neutral words, actually, but they have a negative connotation, so I feel like I'm going to serve you better by acknowledging that negative connotation and let you know that we will also say positive things about the story that we liked. We will probably also end up talking uh, about Batman or Pokemon at some point. Um because those are subjects of interest to, I believe, all three of the people currently on the show. Last week we talked quite a bit about A Song of Ice and Fire and its HBO adaptation. I almost said television, but it's not TV, it's HBO. <laughs>